Hello and welcome to Ride or Die, a Common Rider podcast where we watch and recap episodes of Common Rider, starting with Common Rider Double. I'm your host Tyler, and with me, as always, is Mike. Mike, how's it going? You saved yourself <laughs> there, man. Oh man, yet another recording almost screwed up. Hey, I, I, it's good. Um, got a little bit of sun today. Got sunburnt but that's okay spring is upon us and we're just living the good old quarantine life yes i wish more uh, people would live the quarantine life stay the fuck home people <laughs> i work at a walmart and the amount of people are way more than there should be oh jesus christ <laughs> oh man isn't that just dandy? But yeah, not much is going on. Just another day in paradise, and I'm ready to watch some more, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Only thing new that's happened with me is that I started listening to Power Rangers Hyperforce. Oh, okay, that's cool. Nice. So that's a fun time. We've only listened to about one and a half episodes, so that's not bad. Yeah, they take a long time to take in because they are uh, big old sessions. Yes, they are. But it's it's really good. So good. Today on Ride or Die, we'll be covering Common Rider Double, episode 14, titled The Q on the Radio, Live Catastrophe. This episode aired on December 13th, 2009, written by Keiichi Hasegawa and Hidenori Ishida. And uh, this will be the conclusion to our uh, violence doping arc with the Stalker. Last time, Wakana, uh, Clay Doll, was crushed by the violence doping right at the end there. And I wonder if she'll be alive. Uh, yes, I was shocked. Rather shocked, but I saw the preview and I was like, I'm spoiled, but you know what? I don't care. Yeah, there'll be some major suspense if you didn't watch the preview and saw her there. Indeed. But uh, not much else to say about this episode before we hop on in, other than we might see a very, very pretty lady this episode. Ooh. So uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Yes, let's so, do it. Strap on your belts, put on your helmets, and let's ride. Let's ride. And that was episode 14 of Common Rider Double, titled The Q on the Radio Live Catastrophe. What'd you think, Mike? Uh, there was, I was actually surprised. There was a couple of twists and turns in it, and my boy Philip has a lot going on here as well. Uh, I, uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. The action is also quite thrilling. I'm gonna be honest with you, Mike. Uh, huh? the way I thought this arc ended was not correct. There was, I, I said the wrong thing before we cut away. Uh, I was definitely thinking of a different arc. Oh, Tyler, Tyler. Listeners would be like, what the hell is he talking about, man? 
Uh, well, we'll just have to figure out which arc that is then. I'm sure it'll come to me when we get there. Unless I'll be wrong again. <laughs> Who really knows? But let's go ahead and get into the plot of this episode. So, uh, when the violence dopant runs off after crushing the clay doll dopant, Double pre- prepares to give chase until the clay doll dopant reforms and walks off. She kind of just regenerates whole form. Uh, Kirihiko is surprised by this. Even though Saiko told him that she wouldn't die. Right. Later, Wakuna visits the Asakawa family's bakery for a show. The Asakawa family is from the sweets arc with uh, Mai-san. Still making sweets with her dad. However, Mr. Question calls the bakery and tells her that he has an amazing present and gives no hints. Uh, Using what they know about him, Philip states that Mr. Question is someone Wakuna knows. Sneaking out, Wakuna visits Philip as he learns of her family's past. She talks about how her sister uh, always jealous of her because her sister had to work with their father. Their guy memory stuff. She didn't say it, of course, because Philip's right there. And so Wakuna got to play and be a kid, and Saiko was always jealous of that. So she'd uh-huh. bully Wakuna. And when Wakuna would get mad, she'd be stopped by her younger brother, who would tell her that she's not acting like the real her, and that kind of calm her down. So uh, she always has fond memories of her little brother, who's gone uh-huh. now. Yes, and in that particular scene itself, where she's telling all that to Philip, mm-hmm. uh, they do something interesting with that. They actually uh, show a spotlight on her and then the both of them later, and it's actually kind of like a staging of that conversation yeah. between the two of them, with the she door kinda, between them. Kind of cuts away from the normal uh, detective agency set. Yeah, kind of went on like stage with a door. Ooh. Yeah, I was like, always, I always like that, and when they do that in shows, like I just. I've seen like a few episodes like that. I was like, oh, cool. It's just like take it all away and backdrop it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But I just want to mention that because I was like, ah, sweet. Uh, while this occurs, Matoko arrives to take her place in reviewing the Fumin Ramen Stands products, which includes the dessert ramen. Yes. Which doesn't look appetizing at all. Yeah, that just seems so weird. With Wakana's help, Philip is able to deduce Mr. Question's identity. After Philip promises to see her once this case is solved, Wakana makes her way to the Fumin Ramen stand and Philip's curiosity starts to get the best of him. So, uh, they get to the stand. Uh, Wakana finishes the show. Mr. Question calls, and Wakana reveals him as her manager, Tsuyoshi Ago, the nervous guy who's been bullied by her this entire arc, mm-hmm. who walks up and assumes his dopant form. He abducts Wakana, and Shoro calls upon Philip as he resists reading a Gaia library book without, about Wakana. So uh, Philip's in the Gaia memory library. He pulls up a book about Wakana, which I will note that this is the only time he's able to read a book about anyone regarding the museum. Usually those books are locked and unaccessible. But uh, he snaps out of it real fast to transform into double. Uh, he abducts Wakana. Double chases the violence open on a hard turbler. 
until assuming Luna Trigger and catching him in a net projected by the Trigger Magnum and Spider Shock. So they combine the yes. spider with the gun and create a net using Luna, which uh, frees Wakana. Uh, Wakana asks Agil where he received a guy memory, which uh, kind of sets Philip off because he's like, how do you know about guy memories? That's weird. You should know about that stuff. Uh, after professing his love for Wakana, he admits the guy memory was a gift from someone else and runs off with Double in pursuit. So uh, this scene is a chase scene where they're kind of going through the city. Double's on the, the flying mode of their bike. And uh, there's some CG in there that doesn't look great. Yeah, yeah, but... You know, what are yeah. you going to do? Yep. Wakana goes to the Wind Wave studio and confronts uh, Motoko, her senpai. And Motoko loses it, like, immediately. She's, like, going crazy and she's shaking around. And we see a flashback of her and uh, Agel buying the memory as she's kind of holding him by his tie. Uh, Psycho actually has Kirihiko look into who bought the memory. Uh, to tie up some loose ends. So Wakano talks to her. Then she transforms and gets ready to kill uh, Matoko. But she remembers what her younger brother and what Philip had said and just kind of walks away. Yep. Matoko's like, oh, oh boy. Uh, Wakano's a monster. I'll get to spread this information. And then everyone's boy, Kirihiko, comes in and says, uh, no, you can't, because I'm going to kill you. And then he did. Anyone who uh, threatens the integrity of the museum is a problem. There's a cool shot of him walking by the mirror that's cracked. Uh, elsewhere, Double Luna Trigger has defeated the violence open with a trigger stack burst, so now combine their stack phone with the gun. And dropping Agel off on a rooftop once the memory break completes. Later, Philip calls uh, Wakana on the phone. Well, Wakana has a, a brief conversation with her sister Saiko about still continuing to be a radio idol. And Wakana's like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. Live my life my own way. Then she gets a call from Philip who asks her if she has a guy in memory. Of course she does, but she says she doesn't. She tells him to forget that and that uh, don't forget their promise to meet after the case is over. Philip says that he wants to wait a little bit uh, so they can continue talking on the phone without meeting in person. And she agrees. And then she kind of looks at her clay doll memory and she drops it on the ground and walks away. And we see her father, Ryube, pick it up. He kind of smiles about it. Yeah. That's just like, hmm, what's going on there? Cut back to cut back to uh the detective agency. Philip's kind of staring off into space. But he, he's doing alright. As Shoro uh, types on his typewriter. Uh I forget. Okay, no, Akiko comes in and she's talking about the ramen again. 
And then she asks Philip what's wrong. And then uh who was Shotaro uh smacks her with the with the it's a flipper, like a, a slipper, more like. Yeah. Smacks her with the slipper. And he goes for another hit, but then she takes it and smacks him. They kind of do that. Philip looks over, smiles, and that's the end of the episode. Yep. But I didn't mention where they were at the studio before uh, Matoko came in to replace Wakana, where she's like berating Shotaro. She's like, how can you lose Wakana? What if Mr. Question took her? She's like smacking him with her slipper and like pulling his ear. Yeah. And they make a sound effect like she pulled his ear off. Yeah, it looked like she like like pulled the ear right off, but it's actually just, just tugged it really hard just to make it hurt for him. It's like, oh my god, calm down, woman. And uh, walking on the radio talks about seeing dead people, the dead people coming back to life. I wonder what that's about. Maybe check out the next episode of this show, not the show we're watching. Yes, yes. But that is the end of the episode. Yes. What do you think, Mike? Uh, Yeah, there was a lot going on, and I'm intrigued to see what happens next. Yes, next arc is Sort of a big arc, but the movie will prepare us for that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Again, I really thought this was a different arc, and so I thought the ending of this one would be uh, quite different, but uh, that has to be some other time. Yeah, you need to... uh... (laughs) We'll just have to see if he's like, he's like, oh, remember that? Oh, it was, it's this arc. I mean, I'll just say it every arc, and maybe one day I'll get it right. Uh, sure. We'll just keep doing that and see what happens. All right, Mike, what do you give this episode out of five? I kind of, I really like this. I liked, like, had everything uh, going for it, just to wrap it things up and. Yeah, no issues whatsoever. I'm going to give this a solid five. Me too. It is a five kind of episode. Indeed. Who is your MVP of the episode? Um, let's see. I will... Because there's a lot going on in it, and there was some great stuff with Double, you know, both of them together as Kamen Rider, but mm-hmm. I do love the, like, side plot with Philip and what he was going on with. The yes. little budding romance going on. Um, but, just to be fair, I kind of liked what um, the action was with Double, with them together as Kamen Rider, because... I was like excited to see that, and they they did a bunch of cool stuff with Trigger and Luna, and they just did the spider. It was like all cool stuff, and I was like, "Oh, so awesome!" Yes, yes, <laughs> just, yes, yes. Just fucking loved it. So that's all I'm gonna say. Just uh, switch it up. That was my normal uh, MVP pick. So, so double. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Yes, my uh, Kamen Rider. I'm going to give it to Kirihiko for that crazy cool murder. Good job, buddy. (laughs) Someone had to do it. Wow. I was not expecting that. That's good. You know, can't have people out here snitching. Uh, snitches. Fuck snitches. All right. Snitches get stitches. That does it for this episode of Ride or Die. Let me bring up. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, no. I don't need to bring up the episode title because. All right. Next episode no. on Ride or Die, we'll be covering the Comrider Decade and Double Movie, Movie War 2010. Ten years ago, this movie came out. Mm-hmm. There we'll have our mutual friend, Sean, who is patiently waiting for us to bring him in. <laughs> so, uh, you better get to that. Yes. Mike, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on the internet on Twitter. Uh, my personal account is at Mike Mixtape, which is Mike M I X T A P E. Uh, I do a Power Rangers podcast with our mutual friend Sean, as we mentioned. Um, it is Into the Grid. I Twitter account you can follow is Go Into the Grid. I do a lot of postings of Power Rangers, Super Sentai, um, you know, polls, memes, what have you, and. Um, you can follow the podcast at anchor.fm forward slash into the grid, and you will be able to find your favorite podcast platform to listen to along with Anchor because Anchor is just an amazing podcast platform. It really is. And yeah, and that is pretty much where you can find me on the internet. And you can find me on Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T Y L E R T Y L E R I M S. There you can find me complaining about life and retweeting anime things. Uh, it's also a hub where I retweet all of the podcast stuff I do. Because I'm doing a lot more of it now. Uh, I also host a podcast with a mutual friend, Sean, called Trouble at the Tipton. Where we watch and recap episodes of the popular Disney Channel show, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. That's a fun time. Uh, we recorded last week. I had to do it from my mother's house. Uh-huh. It was not comfortable, but that's okay. <laughs> and there you can find us on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash trouble to Tipton. That's all one word. You can find our Twitter at uh, trouble at Tipton, which is the best we could do there. Yes. You'll be able to find us on all your podcast platforms. Sean has a list that he says. I don't really remember them. That's okay. <laughs> Just go to Anchor. You'll find them. That's where they are. You got to do that, man, because Sean's on, on point. He tries to remember all the podcast platforms to promote, but no, you're like, eh, go to Anchor. And, <laughs> You know, it is, it is do, a way to do if so. you send them the anchor, they might leave a voice message. 
Oh, it's true. They could leave a voice message because that's the other cool feature about Anchor is leaving a voice message for us to listen and respond to on a future episode. That's true. You can find this podcast, Ride or Die, on Twitter at Ride or Die Podcast, where I retweet a bunch of comrade stuff, as well as other things, uh, tokusatsu, even adaptations like Saban's Common Rider and Power Rangers. All of it. Because I love it all. Although I don't know much about shows like uh, Precure or Garo, but they seem interesting enough. And then you can find Ride or Die on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash writer hyphen die. And there you'll be able to leave a voice message like we talked about. You'll be able to find us on platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, CastBox, everywhere. Yeah. Radio Public, Breaker. We got it. Got it. All you got to do is listen. All you got to do is listen to our gorgeous voices. I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) that about does it for this episode. Tune in next time for, again, the crossover movie. Mind you, uh, Sean hasn't watched any Kamen Rider, and Mike hasn't watched any in a decade. Yep, so this is going to be interesting. Yes. And I don't really remember this movie, uh, the second half of it, but that's okay. Just make sure you tune in. So uh, until next time, we'll always hope to be your ride or die. Ride or die. There it is. Hey,